millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, it is I, your friendly neighborhood wagon, Fanula, coming to you from the present. Um, just to say that we were actually recorded this episode ahead of time, um, knowing that we were taking the risk that the halftime show for the Super Bowl and the actual Super Bowl team would be announced. Um, so if things sound a bit off, that'll be why. Um, it's going to be Patriots versus Rams. Very exciting. I couldn't tell you one iota about either of them. And Maroon 5 were confirmed to play. And Travis Scott, otherwise known as Kylie Jenner's husband, um, supposedly, is joining him as is big boy. Um, Travis Scott would only play on the condition that there was a large sum of money donated to social justice charities. Um, I don't know if Maroon 5 and Big Boy did something similar. Nothing has been said. I wouldn't imagine so because Maroon 5 are spineless and Caucasian. But kind of surprising out of Big Boy. Big Boy of Outcast fame, if you don't know him. Um, I completely stand by whatever I said in this podcast. I think it's going to be a very middling show. But I was actually discussing it with my colleague, Gavin Casey, um, from the 42.e about the halftime show and about how the significance of it. And he was saying that unless there is some kind of move to take a knee from any of them, it's all going to be a bit hollow, which I'd agree with. Do I think they're going to do it? Mm, I don't think Travis is ballsy enough, if I'm going to be honest. Um, Big boy, maybe. Maroon 5, definitely not. But we'll see. Um, Anyway, enjoy the rest of the episode. Um, And thanks for listening, as always. It's a touchdown of the hour, old kind. You're listening to Bandwagons. Yes, welcome back. Hey guys. Happy uh, Super Bowl week. We know this is the episode much anticipated. Everyone has been asking us to do an episode on sport. Yeah, absolutely, um, yeah. Because why Why? Why wouldn't we? Several people actually stopped me in the street and were like, I'm dying for any kind of sports commentary you can give. And I was like, guys, please settle down. <laughs> One at a time. One at a time, guys. All over it. But yeah, this is the week that... Um, American football becomes a thing for the majority of the world. For 12 hours. For for 12 hours. Is it 12 hours? How long do those games last? <sighs> Sometimes. Yeah. Have you, Sometimes have you 12. Have you ever stayed up to watch Super Bowl? Are you mm, into it? No. I am, I'm into it in the sense that I jump on the bandwagon the morning after to watch the halftime show. And yeah. Then, and then talk about it for the day and then never talk about it again. That's definitely a position I think a lot of people would take. Um, the only time I've ever like stayed up and had any kind of vague interest in it was the year the Lady Gaga played, which was 2017. And I stayed up until, and was actually like moderately enjoying the game and stuff. But then yeah. when she was done, I was just so tired. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you who played. I couldn't tell you who won in the end. Um, I do vaguely remember that it was like actually really exciting, 
got really exciting literally after I went to bed. So. Oh, yeah. I actually do remember that. Do you remember? Like. I remember the controversy of everyone went to bed after Gaga and then it all. Yeah, yeah because yeah, it yeah. Was, I remember waking up and it was like. I think it was like. It was like a last minute finish. Yeah, whoever. Yeah, whoever. <laughs> yeah. For those guys. Oh, God, this is going to be awful. For team A and team B, like. <laughs> um, no, that's literally the only time because same as yourself, I'm not the biggest sports head. The mm. halftime show is a big cultural thing for me, obviously, as a music journalist and stuff. Yeah. Um, things will be really interesting this year considering that the controversy yeah the year that it is the so year yeah that the it is. Super Bowl happens first weekend every February this year it's going to be in Atlanta um, um, we're recording this a little bit ahead of time so we actually don't know who the teams are going to be um, I think the Patriots are favourite to be in the final and after that who knows so um, go Patriots go Pats Go Pats. Um, yeah, good for them. I mean, everyone's winner in sport. Sure, look, the real winner here is participation. <laughs> is the uh, is the Pepsi Cola? Yeah, the real winner here is Nike for getting Colin Kaepernick. But that's also oh, a yeah. story. Um, what's been your favorite? Let's get let's go to the chase. What's been your favorite halftime show over the last few years? So I actually, um, in research for this, watched the last few last few years uh, just today, mm. just to see what I remembered and what I had actually seen. Um, and I have to say, the year that Coldplay... I don't, I'm not a massive Coldplay super fan. Yeah. Because I feel like you either are or you aren't. Mm. And I'm not. Um, but the year Coldplay did it and Beyonce and Bruno Mars came out and did like a sing-off. Yeah. It was incredible. Yeah. So good. And then the year Beyonce did it and uh, Kelly and Michelle came out. Yeah. I think in terms of the Coldplay one, I think if Beyonce and Bruno hadn't come out, I think everyone would have oh, been Oh, it like, would have been a flop. Eh. Like... Shrug. I don't think it would well, have been a flop, a flop, but it would have been just another Coldplay yeah. appearance. Bruno Mars on his own as well, yeah. like delicious. Yeah. And I loved that whole all that shite with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Do you remember they were like people were being like, "Oh my god, they're not playing their instruments." Blah blah blah. Do you remember? All, and none like, of them do. Oh, but like sure, that's it. Like I mean, sure, Gaga didn't play the piano with her knee up on the side. I do you remember? Know, yeah. I actually went to throw my leg up there just for visual effect. I nearly need to stop for doing this. N- nearly, I uh, knocked off the table in the process of it. Um, yeah. What was your favorite? Oh, I'd nearly be inclined to say Janet Jackson's nipple slip. <laughs> was that a well, um, yeah, no. Well, Janet is queen of my life, but probably in recent years, I'd probably say Bruno. Yeah. Um, just what a showman! Yeah. If you haven't seen him live, he's I saw him in Marley Park, just gone as uh, summer twenty eighteen, and it was he's pure showman, pure just two. A T, but like he's not perfect as well. Like yeah. he doesn't phone it in in any area. I just I love him. I love him. Yeah. Um. Do you remember the year? So the, the, uh, Justin Timberlake kind of let it all down last year, and it's gone downhill ever since. But like, do you like even saying that every year there's been like a big Twitter meme moment? Mm. So do you remember last year's was the little boy taking the yeah. selfie? I had actually forgotten, but again, when I was because I was like, "What? The, what the fuck did Justin Timberlake do other than stand there he, and be Caucasian?" Sorry, and then he I didn't remembered even sing. he like was like, "I'm bringing everybody he did, like you know," and then the back the background singing an interactive like, performance, <laughs> and he was just like, "If you go go and watch it back, it's probably up on our Instagram right now." I keep saying probably like I didn't just post it. <laughs> um, it's uh, he's, he's like has this microphone that like sways all. Oh over the yeah, place. yeah, like the so, like, round bottomed one. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's like trying to sing. And the microphone is like down by his ankles. And then I'm like, why did they not just give him a normal microphone so he could sing the damn song, you know? <sighs> I Anyway, it was shocking. I loathe him, to be honest. The clothes were shocking. The dancing was shocking. The singing was shocking. 
just the very band was incredible v- just very mediocre like I now I will say how were you ever going to follow Lady Gaga at the same time like Lady Gaga was up in the air and she jumped off the side of the stadium sequins and like she jumped her, from the roof yeah and that going down and like in the, in the monster yeah. position oh yeah. just and a million reasons oh and all the lights yeah oh my god it was actually it arch yeah. like do you think Justin kind of went into it thinking this is Super Bowl. This is going to be the biggest thing, no matter how hard I try. Absolutely. Oh, no, one hundred percent. He didn't put it all in. He totally phoned it in. Like yeah. he knew. Like he. I really think he thought his status would, would kind of carry him, him through. Yeah. And in terms of, I think this was just this was leading up to the promo of his last album, Man of the Woods. I think. Yeah. Um, it was definitely the same year, anyway. And I think, again, he was kind of relying on that back catalog, and I think he was just using it as a promotional like last kind of first ditch effort like do you know what I mean it was just but it was just boring like yeah I just don't think and it was my criticism of his album as well when I reviewed it on uh, the No Ardencore podcast um, hi like, is hi is um, where's his place in 2018 or 2019 do you know what I mean I just don't think he moved with the times in terms yeah. of his music at all like if that had been whatever year or the year after fucking Future Sex Love Sounds came out it would have been or even like the 2020 experience or that that album's like has its place in pop as well yeah. if you'd done after that that would have been incredible because those albums have kind of developed well not 2020 experiences as much but they've nearly developed a cult status like whereas now it's like oh yeah you had that hit back in fucking 2012 with the blonde curls yeah but like but six years ago like do you know what I mean like yeah I don't know um, anyway but sorry anyway, he's ruined the Super Bowl forever which leads <laughs> us on to this year when we actually don't have a halftime show yet yeah, at the time of recording, there seems to be a lot of chat about Maroon 5. I, When I was initially reading coverage of this, I was interpreting it that they had signed on and people were talking about them as if it was controversial. But I've read other things where now where it's like they haven't confirmed anything, yeah. but they're pretty much the front runners. Um, Cardi B was supposed to join them as well in the same way that like, kind of like Beyonce and Bruno did for Coldplay as like a kind of a secondary yeah. act. But she turned it down. Uh, Rihanna turned it down Jay-Z turned it down Pink turned it down it's been like almost kind of seems to be a poison chalice at the minute where people are like nope I don't want anything to do with this it's kind of do you not think it'll kind of end them if Maroon 5 do do it oh 100% but the thing so is why are they doing it why would they do it oh, I mean it's such a, it's such a big gig like can you say if you were asked right now to perform at the Super Bowl halftime? I respect show, you'd say no. Black Lives too much to the Super I, Bowl. I know, but like, I I don't really think Maroon Five have as much integrity as you, breed, Believe it or not, that's fair. It's such a huge gig in terms of the boost it gives your back catalogue, in, in terms of the New sheer fans. platform you have. Yeah, like, and I mean, it's kind of unfortunate because I feel like I've a soft spot in my heart for Maroon Five. I think if it was any other year and. I think they'd pop it off. And who's to say now that we won't be looking back on this episode in a couple of weeks and being And they like, haven't done it. And they haven't done it. Or yeah. else they have and it's gone really well. Yeah. But I think it's definitely going to be a bit tainted when you have that list of artists like that who are so well established and so well respected turning it down. You look at Room 5 and be like, why the fuck did you take it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it's just, it's mad how it has all flipped on its head in the space of a year where yeah. it was, it is the biggest platform for the biggest stars yeah. and now it's the complete like no yeah. no one will touch it like it's 
just to give some background on that though, just in case you're like, if you've been at all any yeah, way confused tell me, by... I, tell me, I'm yeah. confused. Why are, they, why are they turning down? So are you familiar with Colin Kaepernick? Yeah. He is a... I'm not the guy a, who kneeled during the yes, national anthem. He's take the knee guy. So basically, this is a brief primer. Um, he was noticed not standing for the national anthem in a preseason game, um, the 2016 season. Um, he didn't stand because he didn't feel like standing for the anthem while there was so much racial prejudice going on in America in terms of police brutality and Black Lives Matter and all that. So he wanted to uh, make a stand by kneeling. Um, a lot of people then were kind of misconstruing the protest, especially like white America and people were seeing it, seeing him as disrespecting like the flag, the anthem, the military when that was never that was really his, his issue. Yeah. Like it's not as simplistic as black and white as that. Um, eventually other black players started joining him in kneeling um, his contract ran up um, and he actually hasn't been signed since um, most people reckon this is down to the owners and there's interference there in terms of not letting people have him because of his protest okay. because it's not a case of talent like as far as I'm aware he's like a very talented player um, then to make things worse uh, Donald Trump effectively said all kneeling players should be sacked and anyone who kneels during the Lash Anthem um, so basically now the whole taking the knee thing it's turned into this uh, into this response against like white nationalism and it, like a kind of an anti-Trump movement it's developed into that so The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation Botox Cosmetic Atabotulinum Toxin A is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines crow's feet and forehead lines look better in adults Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Oh, that's why a lot of the black artists we've named, they don't want anything to do with it. They're uh, foregoing that opportunity um, in support of Colin Kaepernick, which I think is really admirable, as yeah. I said, because... It's a massive thing to turn It's turn massive. Around. And I, like one thing, stupidly, that I should have mentioned earlier is the money. Like yeah. The money, we're talking about Not that they and any of them need it, but it's... <laughs> I, well, you sure. Know. I mean, Breeze, yeah, we'd be I a lot better turned it down, it. but like... <laughs> Um, yeah, mm. so that's, again, that's also why I think Maroon 5 might be more inclined to do it because, like, not in halfway, they're a white band. Like, I think there's, and, I, and I'm not trying to imply anything there, but I think it's obviously going to resonate more deeply with 
artists of colour and black artists because... Did I see somewhere that there is a black rapper confirmed to do it? Like, he's not really that well known, but he's confirmed to appear? I haven't seen that, but it could, you okay. could well be right. Um, Like, I've seen very little... I've seen and heard very little chatter about it because obviously I have to keep an eye on it. We're working all and just out of personal interest. And the last thing I remember reading was an interview with Maroon 5 where Adam Levine was basically like, yeah, we really have to lot of th- we have a lot to think about. No, like there was nothing definitive done at that stage. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. But it's kind of that thing that if you turn it down once, it might never come back again and you might never, like especially for the likes of Maroon 5, like I've never seen them live. I don't have you. I have seen them. I saw them in the what is when it was called the Grand Canal Theatre, and it was oh lit. God. And Sarah Barry Ellis supported them, and it was unreal. And my sister brought me. Thanks, Neil. It was. I was class. gonna say what was the size of their production, but like, like I mean, in this day and age, is this a much like Coldplay play stadiums all around the world? They don't need yeah. to play this. This could be Maroon 5's only opportunity of to put on a production of this size. Yeah, if I you would think agree. of it from that side. Yeah, side of it definitely. Like outside of a tour, like you'd wonder if they like if they were to come here to go slightly off topic. If they were to come here now, would they sell out the three arena? Yeah, but would yeah mm, would they sell out Crow Park? Absolutely not. No, you know, you know what I mean. No, Just to yeah. compare it to the size of the audience of the Super Bowl. Well, like you can't even compare Crow Park <laughs> to the Super Bowl, <laughs> <laughs> but I just did. So, but yeah, but I suppose you're talking about in terms of TV viewers as well. Like, yeah, it's it's, it's massive. It's huge exposure, and especially with social media now and Twitter the way it is, and this whole constant and the controversy social, is yeah. going to give them. It's already given them so much more publicity than they would like than they've had in years. Yeah, so you're probably right. Where it would nearly be like they'd probably just be better off, yeah, not doing it because no, I would say they're probably better off doing it because if they don't do it, then they just go back into nothingness. Like. I know, but I think just off the back of what you said there, like they've already garnered a decent amount of publicity for not even doing yeah, it. Yeah, true. They're yeah, they've you know already I mean? they've already And I think won it would they would come across a lot better if they were like, no, like Yeah. Well they probably would have come across a, if you want to say they would have come across the best they could have come across if they'd turned it down the first time. But then if they were like, yeah, oh, yeah, let yeah. me think about it. Oh yeah, no, like the cynic in me is like your absolute shite bags. Like it was for pure considering it. Oh yeah. No, but it was pure just to keep your name in the conversation as well. Yeah. It's which is clever, but I don't know. I don't know how I feel about clever, it. Clever but like not really sound yeah. in the grand scheme of things are you going to watch it this year yes or no no the game no absolutely not but the halftime show yeah Would, are <laughs> the you next gonna, day are you going to oh you're I not going to stay up no when I wake up and watch it the same time everyone else like there's I don't see I'm narcoleptic constantly fatigued I don't need this I don't to know my how anyone laziness. with a job that isn't like a sports journalist can justify staying up and watching it. Like, no. do you know what I mean? Or like, but I do see like if you're into the sport, yeah, because like no one wants to watch sport on catch up. I know, yeah, yeah, I suppose. And I know my I my uncle at home trains. He he's uh, really big in the Irish American football oh, league yeah. in Ireland. Yeah, so he like every year I would remember him um, throwing like a Super Bowl party, and he'd have like my brother go over, and he'd have like snacks, and they'd all sit around and say up much of the Super Bowl, and he, like it's just his thing, but like. He is American as well, so mm-hmm. I don't know um, if as many Irish people would do it. I just think it's mad in terms of like, I don't know if you remember when we were in college about how heavily marketed it was towards us in terms of like Super Bowl parties. Do you remember like, ca- Captain America's? I was just about to say, do you remember like there and was this Nando's, thing? didn't Nando's have a lock-in? Yeah. 
Do you remember? But yeah, so. do you remember it? Was, yeah, and Captain America's did pretty much a lock in his. And yeah. there was one year I was considering going to it. Yeah, it sounded like great crack because we had nothing to do the next day. And the food and drink, yeah, because we did not a, not real courses well, like, and the they were only very few people, hours. The only, but like when you think about it that way, the only people over age that had nothing better to be doing yeah. at four in the morning. Like it's the food and drink thing that appeals to me most. As well. Like yeah, it's like a, it's like a very small. Christmas where I don't really have to concentrate on anything like I don't really have to care like yeah. and then there's a big concert in the middle and all, you just eat chicken wings like a buzz yeah. you know what I mean and to be fair I actually haven't said that the, there's a big um, community of um, like American football in Ireland and mm-hmm. I've gone to there's a, my local team Wexford Eagles go Eagles <laughs> go Eagles <laughs> yup, yup. I go to a good few of their games um, when they're when they're on and uh, they're like they're really it's a really interesting sport to yeah. watch like I don't watch uh, like gah really like I I could take it or leave it but um, it's one of those things when I'm there like you actually do get proper into it and yeah people are getting thrown all over like it's real I do think I would like to like, I do think I would like to watch one like I it's kind of gas because my brother was very in, my brother Ian was very into or got very into NFL growing up because he had a game for it on the Sega and then once we got internet he started basically researching and got into it and I remember he got a PS2 game or it might have been an Xbox game but it was NFL Street and I used to play it because Exhibit was in it the oh, host yeah. the Pimp rapper and host of Pimp My Ride and it was and I didn't know I wouldn't have a clue what I'd be doing I'd just be picking plays and whatever and making them do things but I just loved it because of the soundtrack it was like Sum 41 and like oh, Kerry Hilson and deep. stuff it was so good yeah, so so good um, I do think it's one of the more interesting sports to watch yeah if you were like if you were going to put a massive yeah, no, put I mean, it on a massive platform that would be the one I'd pick yeah like I mean when I say when I watched it in 2017 when I say I don't really remember what happened like purely out of tiredness I actually don't think it was out of disinterest and I am kind of a bit raging that I didn't just stay up for it because it really did develop into something big yeah but look at you now you're, better, I know, you're look, a better woman for it <laughs> stronger than yesterday your eyes, you look younger than you've ever have just on the topic of those lock-ins as well though like imagine Americans getting into as into an Irish sport as a maj- the, as a majority do the here Ireland. Do you, you know what I mean imagine all going Thank for you. a lock in and like yeah KFC. go on and we'll pints Guinness and uh, another st- Paddy's Day a stereotypical Irish food they do we'll- get that into it it's not it's <laughs> not with the sport I, I know but ima- I'm just saying imagine like and they're all locked in watching people bet the shit out of each other with, at, hurls. Like, with hurls at like four in the morning or whatever the time difference yeah, would be it's kind of when you Americans- put it when you put it on that kind of like parallels or like comparisons is what I'm saying. Like it is like the the hype it around is. it and the bandwagon is yeah. a bit tapped. Like yeah, that's fair for one night only, for one the majority. One night only. Let's do a, a Jennifer Hudson yeah. podcast. Yeah, <laughs> she's actually going to be on next week. <laughs> We'd actually know more than we do about what we just spoke about. Yeah. So that's enough of the sports talk. Um, for any of you that are still with us, we have a few mini bandwagons of the week. That we just won't get time to go into detail on. Um, the first one is hill walks. Just going for a walk in the hills. Hill walks for the gram, guys. Um, if you've been up Ticknock or been out to Glendalough or Hellfire Club, Hellfire Club, I'd love to do that. Like, make sure you're getting them up in the story and don't forget your geotags, guys. Because how else are we gonna know? Braid greystones. Yeah, braid greystones. Oh. Listen, I can't talk because I'm fairly like. I absolutely enjoy it. I like. I love it. I, walks are good for you. They oh, definitely like, and I absolutely love the validation you get off it. Like, yeah, it's, it's not not incomparable. Not like. a negative bandwagon. Not a negative bandwagon, but a bandwagon nonetheless. A bandwagon nonetheless. 
Um, <laughs> Brita is down in our notes, pop sockets, and it's not something I agree with. But I'm going to let her take the floor for a minute, and then I'll come back with my argument. So I bought a pop socket the other day, <laughs> and it's changed my life. My sister, I so I didn't, I didn't think I needed one. I like, I really like my phone cover. I didn't want to cover it up. It's um, a lovely phone cover. Thank you fairness. so much. It's a. How would you describe it? Um, I would say very Pinterest. Um, marbling, uh, mandala, mandala, mandala in, realness, mandala in the desert. Yeah. Um, it's that's cool. And I didn't want to cover it up, but my sister had a pop socket, and she said it. She hasn't dropped her phone since. And she shouted to Hilda Brown. She is notoriously dropping phones and breaking screens. Um, so I was like, my I just find the bigger the iPhone, yeah. the harder it is to use. So I got a pop socket. Anyway, changed my life. I would highly recommend one. Fiverr in the Jervis Centre. Just to clarify what pop sockets are, just in case anyone's like, I have no idea what these two are fucking talking about. It's a thing you stick on the back of your phone that essentially lets you hold it. Am I? Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a circle that you put your fingers around. I have gotten a couple impressed wraps, and I've only just put one on now. And I wouldn't say it's changed my life, and I also wouldn't say it's a, rel- a relatively new thing. I would have said <laughs> like that we're just pretty late to the bandwagon. But um, if you are like us, then maybe you should consider getting one if you're uh, very clumsy and have butterfingers like myself and Breach. And you know what else? They're great for. I watch a lot of Netflix on my phone during my lunch break, and it props the phone up like a little stand. Oh, stunning. stunning. That's really nice. Brown cow. So, um, and finally, it's award season. Yeah. You, you, you. All year I've been waiting for this. Yeah. We're actually, we're through the thick of it now at this point. We have the BAFTAs coming up. Um, the favourite is pretty much the favourite there. There's like Ooh. 12 noms, I think. Uh, also co-produced by an Irish company. Yes. Big up the Irish. I, think I don't know why I did an accent <laughs> for that. Um, and then the Oscars are the 24th of February. The yeah, 91st Oscars. Will Gaga get her Oscar? Uh, probably not. Oh, that makes me so sad. But I also kind of think so as well. I think... She's had enough. She's had her day in the sun. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even say that, but I think she would have gotten the globe for it if she was going to get the Oscar. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's it would have been... Is that how it goes? Kind of. They're nearly a shoe-in then, but I think if she was going to get anything, she would have gotten the globe over the Oscar. You know what I mean? I don't think... Like, you, like I don't think she's going to get the more serious award over the slightly less serious award. Yeah. I'd love to see her get it, just for the speech and the crying and... Do you watch the awards for the awards or for the outfits? I watch for the outfits. The outfits, yeah. Well, I kind of have to watch for the awards for for work. Work, but it's also I love the I like the skits. I like the I like to see who's hosting. Yeah. Um, it will be interesting to see who ends up hosting the Oscars. By the time this goes out, we might know. Um, do you reckon minute, Kevin Hart will come back and do no, it? No, not a. Ellen hope. was trying to get him to do it. I know, but like, I think that's kind of backfired in both their faces. Yeah. Jonathan Vaness is very from Queer Eye. He's very cross at Ellen for doing that interview. Oh, and I don't blame him. Cross. He's, he's an Archie fella. Um, yeah, I think it'll be interesting if they go with no hosts either. I don't think it'll be as interesting, but like they then again, won't go with no hosts. I think out of all the award seasons, like our shows, like the Oscars is one hundred percent the most boring. Best for dresses, but in terms of something to watch, yeah. it's way less crack, way less crack. Yeah, but anyway. So that's that's that. That's that. I think. Um, thanks as always for listening. If you want to drop us a rating and a review, and if you want to subscribe, we'd really appreciate that. We're on iTunes and Spotify, Bandwagon's um, Podcast. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us everywhere. What, what? Don't follow me home. That makes <laughs> me really scared. And here, look, the worst is over, guys. It's February. Woo! Nearly. Please enjoy uh, your payday and uh, spend responsibly. And uh, go Patriots. 
Woo! Oh, I hesitated. <laughs> they might not even be playing in it. Oh, sure, listen. Anyway, good luck. Have a lovely week. God bless. Bye. Bye, yes. <laughs>